0: In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. On today's show, the topic is what they're teaching in our public schools. I mentioned it last week. I've mentioned it before. New York City, Chicago, Rapid City, South Dakota, Bixby, Oklahoma, Norman, Oklahoma. The list goes on and on. And I still have some people that say my reporting on this... Is nonsense. This stuff doesn't really happen. I'm Dr. Ever Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Good morning, and welcome to The Rebellion. Thank you for listening into the show. Today's topic, as I mentioned in the introduction, is education again. I know, I know. Some of you are probably saying, get on a different topic. Well, I do cover several other topics, but education overlaps all of it. I don't care what we're talking about, whether we're talking about Green energy, whether we're talking about climate change versus global warming, whether we're talking about biology and physiology, genetics, DNA. I don't care whether we're talking about vaccines or whether we're talking about natural immunity, uh, women's rights, feminism, children's rights, children's innocence, children's literature, children's psychology. I don't care what we're talking about. Theology, ontology, epistemology, reality versus fantasy all of this stuff comes out of our schools and the reason that we're having such confused conversations in our culture right now there's a reason for it why has it all changed so ask yourself why are we doing what we're doing right now why are we debating what a woman is and isn't why isn't that just an obvious fact like it was five minutes ago Why can't we look at all of the data when it comes to climate change and global warming? Why are we politicizing this and hiding some of the information? How about racism? Why are we talking about the only solution to racism being more racism? Rather than focusing on Martin Luther King Jr.'s message of judging people by the content of their character rather than the color of their skin. Why is aspiring for a colorblind society now considered to be little more than the sputterings of those people who enjoy their white privilege. Where, how did we get here? And how did so many of our young people come to embrace all of this nonsense? Wh- why does the data show that 23% of college-age students today believe that violence is appropriate in terms of uh, a reaction to those you disagree with? That if you, if you can't silence somebody through... Uh, canceling them from social media, etc. And if they still have a platform and they're still bothering you, violence is an acceptable means to silence them. Why why do we have so many people believing this nonsense? And feminists, like I said, feminism is dead. We are really at the point where one political party in this nation is branding everybody a a potential terrorist if they simply believe that women are real. And that women have their own right to their showers, their bathrooms, their sports, and their scholarships. You're a terrorist. You're a a domestic terrorist. If you now believe that men should stay out of, boys should stay out of, a woman's locker room, shower, bathroom, and sport. And oh my, if you're pro-life and you believe that a baby should be protected rather than exterminated at will, just because somebody doesn't like the way their life is going to go if they give birth to the child— that they're carrying. You know, you can abort a baby up to just seconds before he or she is born, and that's okay. You can, you can execute children. If you make that argument, oh, you're, you're a nut job. You're crazy. You, you've taken away women's rights. But just yesterday, we were arguing that women aren't even real, that a man can be a woman, that you don't need a uterus to be a female. And now you're telling me that I'm compromising women's rights because I want to preserve the life of a baby that will be born within seconds. I don't think you should be able to rip its body apart just because of its location. And then if it moves, oh, you can't do it if it moves, that's wrong. But if it stays where it is, inside the mother's womb, then you can tear it apart limb from limb. You can sever its head from its body, crush its skull, and extract these parts from the body, and sell those parts that are still healthy and whole, to quote the Obama administration's own words, those parts that are fresh. So how did we get here? We got here because of something. Somehow we moved from a culture and a country, a nation that understood decency and understood that there is a binary reality between men and women. You've got two basic components of the human race, male and female. We, we understood that. We understood that real research talks honestly about all of its data. It doesn't hide some of it, like the proponents of global warming and climate change do. They actually hide some of their data. That's a fact. They've been caught doing it. We understood that you have open and robust discussions in a truly liberal society. That's what the word liberal initially meant. You were liberated to have conversations in your pursuit for truth. We understood all this, and all this is lost. We got here somehow. and I would argue we got here because of our schools and the garbage they're teaching. But even, even now, when I say that, I get emails like this, and I'm going to take a break after I read this, and then we'll discuss what it is that this woman is responding to. This woman's name is, uh, what's her name? Leslie Klein Marcos. Okay? She sends me this email. I received this on September 5th. It starts out like this. Dear Mr. Piper, please cite your sources in your opinionated rant about schools apparently teaching garbage. I've proudly worked in schools for nearly a decade and have yet to find any teachers that would consider teaching the topics you've described. Teachers on all sides of the political spectrum I've worked with, myself included, being left-leaning, literally only teach children to read. We don't delve into the sexuality stuff you claim we do because it's extremely inappropriate. I have a hard time believing your recent column with The Washington Times because it really doesn't happen. Stop propagating the war on teachers versus parents. It's old and trite. We're all in this together for the children. The only opinions you should be enraged about regarding education are how grossly underpaid teachers are and how unsafe kids are in our schools because of America's sadistic lack of gun control. Please stop spewing lies. Again, this is signed Leslie Klein Marcos, and she makes clear that she has degrees from the University of Michigan 2013 and Oakland University, which is in Michigan, by the way, 2018. Let's take a break, and when I get back, we'll talk about what she's responding to. She's responding to my most recent Washington Times column and we'll pick apart maybe that column as well as her response a bit. I'm Dr. Everett Piper and this is The Rebellion. I'll be right back in a couple minutes. Okay, welcome back to The Rebellion. So you heard this letter that I received with regard to a column that I wrote recently for The Washington Times. So what did I say that has this woman upset? Why is she saying that I'm spewing lies? And she calls on me to cite my sources. Now, I'm going to say right now, I want you to listen to listen to her words. Think about her words again. She starts out by saying, cite your sources. Okay, So she's suggesting that I'm just pulling this stuff out of thin air and that I'm not citing actual incidents or sources, which is very peculiar if you listen to what I actually wrote. So she's not thinking very clearly when she starts out, when her primary point. Her, her premise is, you didn't cite any sources. I don't believe what you're saying. You're making this up. It's all lies. None of this happens. We don't teach this stuff. All right, so here's the article she's responding to with that premise. Okay, I titled it, America's Schools Are Filthy. Now, listen, you listen to my article and you understand why I titled that, because my concluding sentence makes that clear. This is only 800 words, so it won't take me long to read it, but I want you to hear it word for word. This week in the news, in New York City, at Trinity School on the Upper West Side, where parents pay $60,000 per year for their sons and daughters to get a, quote-unquote, balanced educational program for body and soul, Jennifer Norris, director of student activities for the school, proudly boasts to an undercover reporter, the p- reporter was with Project Veritas, by the way, that she works at a, quote, this is her, these are her words, Jennifer Norris's words, a real fancy school. I can't pretend I'm promoting an agenda, even though I clearly am with all the stuff I'm doing. I feel like I'm a double agent. Unfortunately, it's the white boys who feel very entitled to express their opposite opinions. There is a huge contingent of them that feel this way, and they're just horrible. They are so protected by capitalism that it makes me sad. We just need someone like Dexter, which, by the way, is a fictional vigilante serial killer. We just need somebody like Dexter to take them out. Close quote. Jennifer Norris, director of student activities at Trinity School on the Upper West Side, where you have to pay $60,000 per year to send your son and daughter there to get what they describe in their mission statement as a balanced educational program for body and soul. Now, what more information do I need to give you to clarify the source of that story. I've told you who it is, Jennifer Norris. I've given you her title, Director of Student Activities. I've given you the school that she works for and the address, New York City, Upper West Side. If there's any confusion, I've even given you the tuition rate that you have to pay to send your kids there. And I've given you an exact quote from Jennifer Norris. It's actually a video. I played it for you last week. You know this. So, This woman that's criticizing me says, cite your sources? Are you serious? I start out the article by giving you a very direct source. It's not even secondary. You can hear it firsthand from the woman. Listen to the video. Oh, here's here's the other thing. Here's another thing I mentioned in my article. In El Paso, Texas, an English teacher at Franklin High School in El Paso, Texas, brags that she takes pride in instructing students to not judge someone just because... They want to have sex with a five-year-old. That's in quotes from this teacher, this English teacher at El Paso, Texas High School. Okay? Is that the source? I would argue it is. This teacher then tells her impressionable young class that they should call pedophiles minor attracted persons instead. Her language. I'm citing the source. This teacher in El Paso, Texas, an English teacher at Franklin High School. Go check it out. This is a direct quote. Does my critic not understand what a source is? In Chicago, four public school districts declare that they have partnered with Lurie Children's Hospital to provide materials that promote gender theory, trans activism, critical race theory, and the condemnation of Western society's white values. I'm putting that in quotes. And in case you miss their clear intent here, the goal of the curriculum... Says, and I'm citing the source right now, Jennifer Leninger, associate director of Lurie Community Programs. I'm telling you that this hospital's director, excuse me, associate director of community programs, I'm giving you her name, is saying the following, and I quote, The goal is to communicate a non-binary understanding of gender and to disrupt the entrenched gender norms in Western society. And then she goes on and says this, the goal is to encourage children to transition to a more gender creative world. And then she says, white Western ideas, according to this woman, white Western ideas, according to Leninger, the source of this particular comment at Lurie Children's Hospital that's working to provide curriculum to the Chicago school district, Western Ideas, white ideas, are oppressive, gender binary, and falsely divide the world into categories of man and woman that result in racial discrimination, cis sexism, and systemic discrimination. Close quote. Her words. I'm not making this stuff up. I'm citing the director of this program who's going to the public, to the media, and saying this stuff. That's not a source. I'm I'm spewing lies. I mean, you can try to defend it if you want, but don't accuse me or anybody else of making it up. It's happening. So I've told you New York City. I've given you examples in El Paso, Texas. Now I've cited the school districts in Chicago and where they're getting the information, the material, the curriculum from. Lurie Children's Hospital. I've given you the name of the person behind this, and I've quoted her. How about Rapid City, South Dakota? A local public school there. Okay? Okay. I I don't know. Sometimes you wonder, these small communities like in South Dakota, are you serious? Are they trying not to be outdone by Big Brother in, in in, in the big city? I don't know. But in South Dakota, Rapid City, South Dakota, near Mount Rushmore, their suggested readings now include the graphic novel, Fun Home. That's the title of the novel, Fun Home. And this book, depicts nudity and various different sex acts including but not limited to oral sex and images of masturbation okay this is in rapid city south dakota and they also promote okay the educators in rapid city south dakota near mount rushmore heartland of america they also include a book titled girl woman other and this one celebrates the journey of women in various different sexual and gender identities Okay, I'm pulling that right from Rapid City, and there are parents at a school board meeting. One of them is a licensed counselor protesting this stuff, bringing it to light, shining the light of truth on this at a school board meeting. That's why it's in the news, right? I'm not citing my sources. How about this one? I bring it home to Oklahoma. Okay, two examples at least. Bixby Public Schools, which is down near Tulsa, Bixby Public Schools. They they are pushing this book called Push. Okay, no pun intended there. They're promoting this book. It's titled Push. Okay, now, again, it's a fact. Go check with Bixby Public Schools. They have the book. They have promoted it to their students. And what's wrong with this one? It contains graphic descriptions of incest and bisexuality. And this is for ninth graders. It's on the reading list. Right? It, it, do you have a problem with this? If you go Google that book Push, and look and try to find the excerpts, the examples of what it says, they're awful. Uh, the stuff that if I read it directly to you right now, uh, the radio version of my show that's being broadcast out of Oakmulgee would probably have to take it off the ra- the radio. It, 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 it's it's so graphic, it's so bad, it has no place on the airways. So I'm not even going to try to quote it. It's just awful stuff in this book called Push, and it's being promoted. It's being made available to your students in Bixby Public Schools for ninth graders. And then there's Norman, Oklahoma. I shared that story with you last week. And And I actually cite the teacher's name. She's been on national news. You can find videos of her defending this. Summer Boisemer, I guess is how you pronounce her name, or Boisemeyer. I'm not sure which. She's made the national news for defiantly encouraging her students to read Gender Queer, And I've covered Gender Queer 10 different times, 20 different times on this show. I've shared with you that it includes pictures. It's a graphic novel. It, imp- it includes pictures of adult men engaged in oral sex with minor-age boys. This is all factual. I'm giving you the source, the names of the people, the teachers the educators that are promoting this stuff. I'm giving you the name of the school or the school district. I'm actually allowing you to go back and check my particular reporting on this. That's what sourcing material means. (laughs) I'm being criticized for not providing sources and spewing lies. I mean, again, you can debate with me as to whether or not We should be burning books, because I'm sure that some on the left would say, are you for censorship? Do you want to burn books? What's next? Are you going to burn Mark Twain? Are you going to burn The Mockingbird? That's what they'll claim, is you want to get rid of some of the classics that might have what's considered objectionable material in them. If you want to debate on that platform, then fine, let's debate that. But don't say that this isn't existing, that reporting on it it is lies, and that somehow I'm not citing my sources. Okay, and I made this point in my article. I I said this, unless you think that all of this academic stuff is merely uh, a dispute in our schools, and that it doesn't affect you if you don't have kids in our schools, I want you to consider what's taken place in Bartlesville, Oklahoma. Bartlesville, Oklahoma, up here in northeast Oklahoma, a place that many— at least those that live in this area, could proudly consider to be the conservative bastion of the reddest of red states. Bartlesville is very conservative. If you're not a Republican and you're running for anything, dog catcher in Bartlesville, you're not going to get elected. This is where Phillips 66 and Phillips still has a major operation. So Phillips 66 recently, along with a local state farm insurance agency, And a dental clinic called Safari Smiles, as well as other organizations, are all sponsoring an event called Pride Lives Here. It's coming up next week. And this is being promoted as a family-friendly, that's their language, celebration that comes complete with drag queens, bouncy toys, and presumably, because they've done it before, fake money um, that you can... Stick in the g strings of ladies at these drag queen performances, known as Nikki Savage and Sky High Kai. Okay, now this is a family friendly event. They're encouraging you to bring your kids. They've got bouncy toys, etc., for your children. And they're gonna. What are they gonna teach your kids? Okay, are they gonna hand out their monopoly money so that they can teach you? You good parents can teach your kids how to stick that money in the g strings of a of a of a of a dancer. In this case, in this case, a drag queen. This is crazy. This is nuts. Th- this stuff is coming home. It doesn't stay in your schools. What's taught today in your classroom will be practiced more in your culture. And this story that I'm writing about in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, is the quintessential example of that. Even in the conservative communities, like Bartlesville, Oklahoma, this stuff is coming home to roost. Where did it start? Is it possible Is it possible it started in your schools, in Bixby, in Norman, in Rapid City? And maybe, maybe they're even teaching some of this stuff at the schools in Bartlesville. Maybe that's why you have people actually thinking that this is okay. This is okay. Otherwise, what's your explanation? How did it all change so quickly? And... You know where I'm going with this next. The sidebar to this whole story is what could possibly be more misogynistic than what's going on in Bartlesville? I mean, this is the moral equivalent of the old minstrel shows where racist whites dressed up in exaggerated makeup and garb. Sound familiar? Exaggerated makeup and costume. And then you mock somebody? We used to do it to blacks, African Americans. But now, this is literally black-facing women. Uh, It's the height of hypocrisy. It's cultural appropriation at its worst. This is the quintessential denial of feminism. You can't be a feminist, I've said it a hundred times, you can't be a feminist if you deny a female is a biological fact. And you cede her every legal and ontological right over to a bunch of men who promote these insulting caricatures of real women which is really what it is. I mean, what women look like that? Very few if any. They're exaggerating what they think women are all about and they're making they're making them look like these exaggerated cartoons, these caricatures. It's just like white's black-facing African Americans. There's no difference here. And, and and until today's women rise up, and when will you? If you're listening to me right now, why isn't there an army of women on all sides of this political and theological spectrum? Why isn't there an army of women that will rise up like the courageous black civil rights leaders of the 60s and demand that this stop? When will all of us who still have any modicum of common sense start refusing to do businesses with vendors and restaurants and dentists and insurance companies? You know, places like Safari Smiles and State Farm Insurance and Philip 66. When will we stop doing business with these companies who support this degradation of other human beings? That's what it is. They're degrading women. They're mocking them. They're maligning them. This is misogynistic. Decent people, in my view, should no more support this nonsense than they would Any other local company that mocks blacks or Native Americans or Asians. If this were happening to Native Americans or blacks in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, you bet your bottom dollar there would be an outcry to shut those businesses down. Don't give them another dime. And rightfully so. I would be at the front of the line calling for that. But we're silent when they do it to women. Why? where did it all come from why have we been brainwashed into thinking this is different you know until good people who respect real women women until good people who respect real women care and care about children until we take our dollars and our patronage elsewhere i i argue this grand insult of misogyny and sexual grooming it, it won't stop and and why Pray tell. Oh, pray tell. Why do you and I have to ask these questions? Why am I even having to write this article and cite my sources, which I have, my dear critic? I'm not making this up. I'm not spewing lies. I've been involved in education a little bit more than 10 years. This is a young person who's got 10 years of teaching under her belt and she thinks she knows everything about what's going on in her schools. Well, she's got her head stuck in the sand. If she doesn't know that this stuff is going on, she's not reading very much. Maybe it's not going on right under her nose, and bless her. Thank you, I'm glad it's not. But I would argue it probably is, and she's either just in blatant denial, or she's not telling the truth, or she's clueless. She's not educated. She's an educator, but she's not educated as to what's going on in the public square. She doesn't even know what her own industry is doing. I'm asking these questions. I'm citing these real examples. And the question that she should be asking is, why? Where did it start? Well, it starts somewhere. It just didn't come out of thin air. I'm arguing as an educator with over 30 years of experience in the field, nearly 40, that it starts in our schools. What's taught today in the classroom will be practiced tomorrow in our culture. Garbage in, garbage out. And why did I title my article, Our Schools Are Filthy? It's because of this. Chickens always come home to roost. And I live on a farm right now. My wife and I have cattle and horses, ducks and chickens. You know what what the fact is about chickens? They're fun to have, but chickens are very dirty birds. The chickens always come home to roost. And the chickens that I'm talking about right now in terms of these stories about education, these educational chickens, they're very dirty birds. In fact, they're filthy. Garbage in, garbage out. Ideas have consequences. No idea lies fallow. What's taught today in the classroom will be practiced tomorrow in our culture, in our courts, in our country, in our communities There's no such thing as a neutral idea. I want you to think about this. And when somebody criticizes us for making this stuff up, just take them back to the sources, which is what this woman was actually asking me to do. Read the article, my land. You do have an education. You claim to have one. Read the article and refute it if you want, but don't claim that it's something it's not. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion.